Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through 1 Peter. Today is episode 1009, and we're looking at 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 16. Let's read the passage. Therefore, with your minds ready for action, be sober-minded, and set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance, but as the one who called you is holy, you also are to be holy in all your conduct. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. This is the letter First Peter. It's a letter from the Apostle Peter. He's in Rome. It's probably about 35 years after the resurrection. And there's Christians in Asia Minor, modern-day Turkey, who are suffering persecution. And Peter's writing this letter to be circulated amongst them, to give them some hope, some encouragement. He's calling them to have a perspective that the problems they face aren't that big compared to the future hope in Christ. And God's power is there to sustain them. So we pick it up in chapter 1, verse 13. It says, therefore, with your minds ready for action. So therefore, that's what he said so far, verses 1 through 12, about God's saving work. So based on what God has done, therefore, with your minds ready for action, be sober-minded and set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Well, there's several verbs here in verse 13, but the main verb is set your hope. That's a, an actual finite verb. It is an imperative, a command. All these other verbs, they have a command-like flavor to them, but they're actually participles. So they're helping verbs. They all are helping describe the main verb, set your hope completely on the grace. So as we read verse 13, that, that is the f- main focus, to set your hope completely on the grace. Everything else is providing help on how to do that. So with your minds ready for action or get your minds ready for action, literally it's gird up the loins of your mind. So think back to their culture. You wear these long flowing garments and you often have an outer garment. Well, you're going to get to work, you take the outer garment off, set it aside, and then you take this long robe that's kind of in the way and tuck it up in the belt. That's girding your loins. So it's tucking up this long robe so you can get down to actually do some physical labor. So he's saying do that with your minds. Get your minds ready for some hard work. So gird the loins of your mind. Get your minds ready for action is what he's saying. So he wants you to engage in actually thinking. And the contrast here in this paragraph is the way it used to be. So don't think like you did before you were a believer. Don't think like an unbeliever. Think differently. Think along the lines of being a follower of Christ. So think differently, and it's tough work. So gird the loins of your mind. Get down to it. Be sober-minded. Now, some translate this as self-controlled, and and that's okay, but he's using the word sober here, probably with intention. He's not saying don't be drunk. He's not saying to be drunk, 
But don't get intoxicated in the things of the world to where it dulls your senses to what God is doing and what following God looks like. So you got to think hard, get your mind to work, and be sober-minded. Don't be intoxicated by the things of the world so you lose sight of what God is doing. And set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you with the revelation of Jesus Christ. So this is the main thing. Set your hope completely. Now, Peter uses hope basically equivalent to faith. So it's trusting God for the future. Often we say, what is faith? It's more than believing. It's believing to the point of trust. So I often say a good way to think about faith is trusting God. And so hope is pretty much that. It's trusting God, but it is also looking ahead. So it's trusting God for the future. And so trust God completely for the future based on the revelation of Jesus Christ. So that's your main verb, set your hope. These other verbs are, are participles to have your mind ready for action and be sober-minded. So a good way to think about this is set your hope on the grace by preparing your minds and being sober-minded. So they are instrumental in how to set your hope on Jesus Christ. Then verse 14, as obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance. So obedient children. Here he's talking about being obedient to God. So just as a child would be obedient to their parents, we should be obedient to God. And don't be thinking like we used to before we were believers. So before he was saying, don't think like unbelievers. Now he's saying, don't have the desires of unbelievers like you did in your former ignorance, that is, before you became a believer. Verse 15, But as the one who called you is holy, you also are to be holy in all your conduct. So verses 14 and 15, be holy is the main verb. And it's important to find the main verb, because often there's all these other verbs getting thrown around. But the main verb is the main point. So be holy. That's the point of verses 14 and 15. And, and how would you do that? By not being conformed to the desires of your former ignorance. Verse 16, for it is written, be holy because I am holy. Well, where is that written? Actually, a lot of places. It seems to be a quote from Leviticus, but there's like five places in Leviticus you find this. Uh, 1144, 19.2, 20.7, 20.26. All those have basically the words, be holy because I am holy. So you see, as God's laying out how to live for the Israelites at Mount Sinai, the, the challenge is basically, use me as your model. I am holy. So you should live holy. Follow me. God is our model for holiness. So what's holiness? Well, it's acting like God, essentially. So you basically say, what's he saying here? Okay, in light of what God has done, the last section, verses 1 through 12, and God has done a lot. So in light of that, here's how you live. Set your hope in Christ. And do this by thinking differently 
and being alert. And be holy with God as the model. Don't fall back into the sinful things and living like unbelievers. The Old Testament message to the Israelites was to be holy because I am holy. And that's still applicable today. So Peter's message to these people who are living in tough times, they're living in periods of persecution, is focus on what God is doing. Don't fall back into the desires of unbelievers. Instead, learn to think differently and learn to have different desires even, different goals. Your goal is to be like God. Your goal is to enjoy relationship with God, not the desires of your former ignorance. That's the same message for us. How do you get through life well? Well, you don't think like an unbeliever. Instead, you think like a believer. You gird the loins of your mind and get down to it thinking differently. And don't get so caught up in the world that it dulls your sensitivity to what God is doing. But then strive to be holy using God as the model for action. So he's not saying we work to please God. This is all flowing out of that, verses 1 through 12, flowing out of what God has already done. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through First Peter.